0: I'm Juliette Littman, and today is a special crossover for me personally. My main areas of interest are celebrities and basketball, and today we're talking about both. I'm here with Michael Ratner, the director of this new uh, mockumentary series called The Fifth Quarter. Hi, Michael. Hello, hello. It's on Verizon's Go90 network. You got it all. And it's about basketball. Is that, sorry, it's about athletes doing basically fake 30 for 30s.
1: It's, yeah, it's like think 30 for 30 meets drunk history.
0: Um, that's a great description. I Thank can tell you've you pitched this before. You know,
1: I've talked about it a couple times. A
0: few, a few times here and there. Yeah. Um, let's just be honest we're pretty good friends. I love you dearly. I've known you for a while. I knew. remember when you were working on this project, yes. you didn't have time to respond to any text messages or come to dinner.
1: Mm. That's true. It's okay. But then we've been back at it.
0: Yeah, but just, yeah. we've been back at it. You know, Passover breakfast, all yes, that.
1: Yes, that was lovely. Yeah, it
0: was really lovely. Was really nice. um, and so, yeah, this is, like a, this is really cool. There's billboards in New York and L.A. Where else are there billboards for this?
1: There are billboards in, it's Columbus Circle in New York. Oh, I shit. Believe. Yeah. Hey, That's the gateway
0: prim- to the Upper West Side, my hometown, right, my, my prime neighborhood.
1: right, uh, Some prime real estate there. Uh, it's in 26 and 6, I think. Um Shit. And there's one the cool. Roosevelt Hotel in LA. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. I gotta say, Go90 and, and Verizon, they've been, um, I'm not just saying this either. They've been unbelievable partners. They really pushed this thing. They believe in it. That's and, really cool. And we're super excited, yeah.
0: So we're finally here. How many episodes did you do?
1: 12 episodes. 12 episodes, 15 minutes. I directed minutes. Eight of them, though.
0: You directed eight yeah. or 15 minutes. Who directed the other four?
1: Uh, people at OBB, uh, oh. other guys at my company. That's your um, production company. Yeah, that's my pro- OBB Pictures. Um, that's cool. Eric D. Cohen did one. Elias Tanner, Sean Spencer, uh, Will Smith, William Stefan Smith.
0: Not the not Will Smith. I am Legend.
1: Um, that's
0: really tough. That's like being. Yeah. That's like Michael B. Jordan, but like Will S. Smith doesn't even sound as good as Michael William B. Stephan Jordan. William
1: Stefan Smith. That's uh, tough. Sorry yeah. to and, him. Um, yeah. They. They. they we did 12, and we, we, we block shot the whole thing. It was a great, as you know, um, mm-hmm. it just put me on blast. Uh, I was very busy for that shoot, but I, it came out amazing. We're really excited, and I think that it's really unique. It's it's the first of its kind that's doing sports, comedy, high-end, well-written, well-directed, and, and we're really eager to get it out there. Big names in this thing.
0: Okay, so, well, first of all, drop a few names. Just go for it. I know just you want name to. start name-dropping. You in, right? can say seven names. Be okay. careful. Be judicious, and go. Okay, I'll say so once so it won't count against it's, you.
1: It's a combination of real athletes to make this thing feel authentic and, mm-hmm. and sort of lead to, you know, if you were to tune in for like a random minute, you might actually think you're watching a real mm-hmm. documentary, but it's totally scripted. And it's got the com- comedians and actors. Sure. So it's got comedians, actors, and then real broadcasters who like never do, you know, comedy stuff like Ahmad Rashad's in it. Uh, Kenny Mayne is in it. Then on the comedy side, you got J.B. Smoove, um, Adam Pally, Jerry O'Connell, George Lopez. And then we have Mark Cuban is, is in multiple episodes. Uh, And then uh, current players: Blake Griffin, Chandler Parsons, Courtney Lee.
0: You're way over your seven limit, but I'm glad you said all of them because got me
1: excited. I was like
0: Courtney, Chandler, and Meta World Peace. Will all be calling in, which is like
1: my buddies. Pretty
0: awesome. I'm pretty excited about it. So why did you even think that you should do comedy based around athletes who have no acting experience? Like, what made you comfortable to pitch that, knowing like being certain it would work out?
1: Um. I really wanted to... Well, I directed a 30 for 30, uh, the, the 30 for 30 short Gonzo at the Derby, right. which was on Hunter S. Thompson his trip to the Kentucky Derby. And we had Sean Penn in it, and I flew to London, and we got Ralph Steadman and all his different uh, guys. And while I was shooting it, I was like, you know, th- this... We're taking it so seriously, because that's a really serious, heavy story, like the Gonzo yeah. journalism. And I'm like, what if we flip this on its head, and we just tweaked a few things in so many of these different... Um, uh, 30 for 30s, you see, that aren't really about sports. They're about characters and the drama. I was like, there's something innately funny here. So why don't we go just left of center and, and, and you know, have some fun with it, but put in the real guys. And we had done a bunch of sports content, so I had good connections to different athletes and whatnot, uh, wrote out the premise and ultimately pitched it to go 90, and they, they loved it. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it was a bit of a risk because... Athletes are not actors, sure. so we had to be careful to make them look good and, and uh, put them in storylines that were funny and uh, you know, like uh, self-reflective. And, and um, you know, we wanted to make sure we were making a show, though that was also for sports fans and non-sports fans. Right. Um, and I think we effectively did that.
0: Do you ever um, think about like working directly with a team? Like, would you ever be interested in like? working with, like, the Lakers Sportsnet channel or whatever to, like, do, like, to make content for them. Because it's so interesting. Like, there's that Lakers um, cheerleader tryout show. Yeah. And, like, there's just so much, there's so, there's just a burgeoning space with all these new ways to get video for, like, more sports-related content.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, our, we're very careful in what we do in the sports content space. Yeah. You know, we've obviously got a bunch of different things going. But when we, when we make something in the sports content world, we want it to be as national as possible. A lot of those are regional sports mm-hmm. networks. So it's very niche in sure. their ability to sort of tr- transcend a the state. There's only a few places. And you, the major markets, yeah. you want know, to do that. So for us, we try to think, all right, well, is this a good enough idea that it will have interest throughout the entire country? And then on a larger scale, the world, right? right? So frequently, the answer is no when you're going to just one particular market. Right. But there's certain cases where sure. you can make it work. Like, but, for
0: example, the Lakers, who yeah. Yeah. currently have Meta World Peace on their roster yes. and we're going to talk to you in a second.
1: Meta, my so, guy.
0: Yeah, so Meta World Peace. I'm not sure.
1: We might be calling Ron today.
0: Well, well, let's just call him and we'll find out.
1: Yeah. Meta. Yes, sir, what's up? What's going on, brother? It's Michael Ratner. Hey,
2: what's going on?
0: Hey, um, and, uh, this is Juliet. I'm from The Ringer. So, Michael and I are here talking about the fifth quarter, which you appear in a whole your episode. Epic,
2: epic, performance. Yes, sir. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it.
0: Uh, was that your first acting experience?
2: Uh, I did a couple of things, yeah. But I did like ten, yeah, I did like certain things already. So that was probably like my 10th thing I did. I did.
0: Oh, okay. So you've been in a bunch of a bunch of uh, other shows. How did this compare to your previous experiences?
2: Um, I mean, they all fun. How's you know? Um, I think this one was a little different. You know, I had a. I mean, it was. Um, it was weird not being acting with the with the talent, you know, I did it with the I know I was acting with the kid and he was uh and he wasn't around. Right. So that that was different. You know, I had to act as if he was there but uh you know, other than that, um oh, it was it was good. It and, it,
1: and actually I'll say you know we dealt with so many different athletes and actors and Meta actually ended up co-writing his episode really so, yeah which was really cool Thank so he he, uh, he ended up co-writing the whole thing and, and making it a bit his, more yeah. of his own which was awesome and, and super funny he added a ton to it
0: that's really cool yeah that was, the, that was
2: that's why I really enjoyed it because you know I really enjoyed doing the comedy I enjoyed doing the um I enjoyed being uh you know i I enjoyed being out there, so when they gave me the opportunity to really be myself, it was the first time I had the opportunity to kind of you know to really just open up on the you know for the for the, for the screen um, it was
3: great
1: yeah and what he was referring to earlier um we had, it's a talking head interview where he's giving sort of his opinion on the whole storyline and in this one it's about his unknown relationship with this kid who he did a favor for when he was young and struggling like sort of like, um, you know, like the, a different make-a-wish sure. and when, they, when they get paired up with, with a different athlete and then this kid's a devil child that keeps asking Meta to do crazy shit throughout his career so we went and we pinpointed a few things that actually happened in in Meta's career and acted like it was because of this relationship with this kid but oh, the two funny. of them were never on set together so Meta had to sort of you know envision how some of the sure. stuff went which did take some real acting
0: yeah that's awesome do you watch a lot of sports documentaries and sports movies
2: um not really I, i'm more into action movies uh, boxing live events
0: oh cool what's your um, what's your favorite movie
2: my favorite movie. I like Half Baked. I thought that was really funny.
0: That was a good one.
2: Um, yeah, so I really like Half Baked. Half Baked was great. Um,
0: when you're playing overseas,
2: like, um, yeah. When
0: you're when you're playing overseas, okay. when you're playing overseas, did you watch a lot of American TV and movies to keep you entertained, like on your computer or what whatnot? Overseas,
2: uh, mm, I I still went to the boxes, so I always watch. I watch a lot of reruns of uh, Floyd Mayweather boxing mm. matches. Um, so I can, I can pretty much tell you everything that happened in some of his matches, every punch that <laughs> was thrown. But um, then I watch, um, I'm really into, uh, I, I like the gossip websites. I think that's funny. I like to listen to those everyday. Really? And then, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm just like addicted to those gossip websites.
0: Do you read like but, um, um like do you read like media takeout and TMZ?
2: Yeah, I read media takeout every day.
0: Really? I read media and, takeout uh, every day too. Yeah,
1: first thing he does when he wakes up.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. turn on media takeout. I don't know why. And it's not to it's not to like to judge anybody. You know, it's not to like I don't want to judge people, but I just think oh, it's all it's kind of entertaining.
0: It is you know? entertaining.
2: I mean, but it is it's kind of messed up, but it is. You know, yeah. I was on media. Took out a couple times myself. You were. So I didn't want to be on there, but yeah, I, I was on there a little bit. That's kind
0: of. I know it's like not great to be but on
2: media. Like, I think. Um, no, it's, I think like this. This, uh, this, uh, you know, the fifth quarter is great because it gave me. I'm, I'm working on my own move right now. It's called Most High, and I'm like, I'm like one of the main actors in it. And I, you know, it gives me a really good opportunity to be seen in the light, And most of the most of the other acting opportunities I had, you know, they. Everybody was scared to take risks, you know. And one thing I like about Red, about Redman, was he was uh, he wasn't afraid to you know to uh, take risks you know, and, and just be out there, you know. And and uh, that's how I want to be seen on the screen. I don't want to be like a conservative actor, you know. I want to be that risk taker.
1: And, you know, it's funny. The the, the behind-the-scenes story of how I convinced him to do this was, you know, what a lot of these players, I'll call, I'll give them general premise, and they'll be like, yep, I'm in. Let's do it. But Meta really understands this world and, and is interested in taking it seriously. He had me meet him at after his workout at Equinox in Brentwood, and I went and I pitched him the idea <laughs> while everybody's coming by. Can I get your picture, this, that? And he's talking to me about character development.
0: That's awesome. Like, what's
1: the vision for my character? What is it? Can we do this sort of vibe? Can we change this line? I mean, really went and made me do my work as a director whereas some of the other guys were like yeah this sounds fun I'm going to show up and we're going to do it that's cool where me- Meadow was really hands on got involved with the writing and, and, and was well, what's my inspiration for this That I mean understood it all which was really cool and obviously quite quite a sight as we're brokering the deal in, in, in the Equinox <laughs> while he's drinking a protein shake
0: <laughs> that sounds that sounds great yeah. uh, what's this project you're talking about that that you're working on right now
2: well uh, it's a it's a uh, it's, it's, um Basketball version. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's called Most High, <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
2: and um is about um this um basketball player who smokes a lot of weed. <laughs> um, but, I hope, but um, but yeah. So I'm working. I'm working on it now, and I actually trying to get um, um <laughs> trying to get Michael involved. But i I talk later on that. But it's going well. You know, I got a couple people that's involved, but we um trying to shoot July first.
0: Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. After the yeah, season, but, can we talk about you and the Lakers yeah, for a minute? I'm so happy you're back.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I just, just, you know, I think it just speaks to where you're at now. Uh, you're acting, yeah. but you're, you're also back. You know, you're back on the Lakers, which is really cool for you know yeah, yeah. fans of basketball. Uh, and you know, the first, it's really, it's interesting to have you back the first season without Kobe Bryant. That must be such a big difference since you played with him previously. Yeah
2: yeah it's great, you know I think um I think like you know, just being back great because it's my eighteenth season playing basketball, Man. and then, you know it's like I'm starting all over again because I had to actually try out and earn it and, you know it's not it's like when I first started playing basketball, you know I wanted to try to make it and now had the end of my career' like I'm still trying to, so it's kind of cool. it's like it's continuing to build. I'm building way more character, you know. That I, I didn't really know I was capable of. I'm doing things that I didn't know I was really capable of, as far as mentally.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Do you think? Hey, Meta, do you think that being in LA and and obviously you're friends with tons of these people and whatnot that that gave you the acting itch, playing in front of all these actors and living in this town for that long?
2: Well, when I got here, I always thought I was the biggest personality in the town. <laughs> obviously, you guys, see a lot of. Yeah, a lot of great guys like you know yeah. Kevin Hart, The Rock. I like um I like The Rock a lot. I think he's uh somebody I look up to being an athlete and then uh, turned actor, and that's something that I always liked. Um, yeah. Dennis Rodman, because uh, he Dennis Rodman is one of my favorite personalities. Um, The Rock is definitely probably like he's probably my favorite. No, he's
0: pretty amazing. The,
2: whatever, he does. He's
1: the highest grossing actor yeah, I in Hollywood. Hollywood.
2: Yeah,
0: it's
1: crazy. And, and he was I, a wrestler before that. Like he's too. a football player. Yeah,
0: you know? it's incredible. It's like an amazing story. I like
2: him because he's. Just, uh, and I think I think you can take like, like in those sports you can take more risk, and, and, it, and it, not, you're pretty much like on your own schedule. Just most part with basketball, yeah. you're in the season, so it's, it's a little harder for you know for like athletes to really take like basketball players or even like football too to, uh, to get into that light. You know, um, but, you know, I'm doing it slowly. I'm taking it down. I'm being very patient. And now I just, just got to stay consistent. But, you know, other than that, um, you know, when, when I came here, before I got, you know, to the Lakers, I always thought I was, like, one of the biggest personalities, in, you know, in the NBA at least. You know, and then I just figured if I can continue to be a personality, you know, and just be responsible. Because I don't want to be reckless where I'm not, like, aspiring or, I'm, you, know, you know, giving the kids a long message. So that, that, that's very important to me you know uh, not just being an actor but am I you know am I also giving out good messages so that's that's like first foremost most important to me and then I thought I was able to accomplish that like when I came to LA won the championship right I raffled off my ring you know raised $700,000 from health tough just doing things like that was like <laughs> very important to me but you know um, but, but I still pursue you know this kind of other side you know that people yeah. are yet to see and the only way I could do it is on, is on the big screen I can't do it like you know playing basketball
1: yeah no, it, but everything he's saying also from like just the logistic standpoint of working and making sports content yeah. and getting the type people like meta involved you gotta shoot over the summer when they're not playing because these guys lock in during the right. season you know totally um, but I think Met is one of these. Uh, you know, there, there's there's a short list of guys that really do have a real chance at going and making some great stuff um, after their playing days, and you know everything from his ability to write and act on screen and be willing to take risks and talk about the character. You know, when we talked we talked about the character for this. He, he said he wanted. What was it you wanted? To, it was a mix between Snoop Dogg and uh, fuck. I can't remember who the other was. Um,
2: Oh yeah, forget it. (laughs) But
1: that's what you know. We were just vibing, talking about the different ideas and how we can make it a little different. And then we gave him the red wine to drink in between, like he's at later point in his career and in life, and he's reflecting on this whole situation. Uh, But it just it added to the whole thing. It really did.
0: That's awesome. All right. Yeah, it
2: was great. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna hit you with one more question about the Lakers. How is it having Luke Mm -hmm. Walton as your coach? Is that weird? Great, you
2: know, um it, it, it was at first but not well when I played with him, he was uh, like he, he he would play and he'd get into the game and you know we had Kobe Powell, Andrew, Biden into myself my but you had a lot of scores on the team, but he would get into the game and be effective. He would have like five assists, you know, change the game a lot of the times with just passing. So you know he was a smart player, you know, and then um when when he wasn't playing, he was always like just giving me tips, which was like big for me because it was times where there were certain things I didn't really know. And then, you know, a lot of the times it was Luke that would help me coming on the bench. And then, outside of Luke, then Derek Fisher, obviously, I, I, those were the two guys that I talked to the most. And it's funny because they both became coaches. Right. So it wasn't really that surprised it wasn't that surprising. Yeah he, was, yeah, he became a coach. Yeah, yeah, and it's great. I love it.
0: What does he call yeah, you love- How, when he says your name? What does he call you?
2: Mm-hmm. He calls him Meta. I don't know why, but he does. Calls- <laughs> <laughs> he call?
0: He calls him Meta. 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 <laughs> that's for, that's very respectful. I like yeah. that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for calling. <laughs> We're gonna look forward to your project next summer. Hope you get it going by July first.
2: Hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. My, you, yeah, me later about that, show I talked about it.
1: Sounds good, Meta. I appreciate you calling in and talking okay. to us about always, the corner.
0: Always networking. I love it. Always. All right. I'll Thanks, meet you Meta. Later. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Bye. Bye. Listen, you're in LA that long. You, you got, you got a, the acting you got, a bug. You, got, you got a network and you got to act.
0: I love it. That's so funny. He takes
1: it really serious.
0: That's. You know? r- I wonder what uh what Luke Walton like thinks about that. Like, or if, if he's surprised, it must be crazy if you're Luke Walton to be like, I played with this dude. We won a championship together. Right. It was probably the best years. Of, it was the best years of Ron test career. Yeah. And now he's back. He's like back as like your bench veteran dude. Like I
1: giving advice to people. Yeah. It
0: just must be so guiding wild. guiding everybody. <laughs> yeah. For
1: a, for a clean.
0: I can't believe career.
1: it. Yeah. No. You, but you could tell, I mean, he's been through a lot. He's yeah, but what's he like
0: on set? Like, what was his vibe? What's his, like, just casual vibe like?
1: Awesome. Uh, like, like a kid in a candy store.
0: Like, just happy to be there?
1: Yeah, taking Instagrams of, like, him on set. Uh, he brought his buddy with him, um, and they were... Just running, hey! Make sure like get, get this behind the scenes shot of me, like like loving it. I mean, he he loves it. And but,
0: everyone who interacts with Mike with Ron or Tess, a Meta World piece, just like says really nice you. things about him. Pardon me if Luke yeah. Walton can call him Meta, I can too. Well,
1: on set, you know, I'm deciding like I'm. Um, hey, Meta Ron, can you do that line again?
0: <laughs> what did his buddy call him? Who came with him to set?
1: I think he called him Meta.
0: Interesting. Yeah. So everyone's just taken to Meta. That's hard to achieve a mid-career name change that people yeah, but, just accept.
1: Yeah, he just he, But he's he runs with it. And one one of the storylines in the piece was that the kid asked him to change his name to Meta World Peace, and he had no idea what it meant. So the kid explained that it had backgrounds in Buddhism and this and that. And then we cut to the kid who says, "I made it the fuck up." <laughs>
0: Did he have any hesitation about making fun of his name?
1: No, he was awesome about it.
0: That's surprising to me. You know, I me. Was, you
1: know I, I've got this script, and I'm like, I want to go present it to this guy, and I'm basically saying, your name's crazy. Yeah. And... You know, but having, he's really self reflective. Yeah. And I think that that ability to have some fun and not take everything so seriously goes such a long way in building your personality, and character, and interacting with your fans. And, and he totally got that. Yeah. And again, helped rewrite parts, added stuff. He said, that, you know, he, he added some improv lines. Yeah, the kid wanted me to change my name to Kobe Bryant, thought it would be funny. You know, there's like some random stuff that he went with, but totally bought in. Um, he
0: seems like a good teammate, which so doesn't kind of, it sort of doesn't surprise me that he'd be a good collaborator. Like, for, yeah, no, for he, everything he, you hear about him and, like, all of the crazy stories from when he was younger, he, he kind of seems um, gentle now in, like, he, a weird yeah, way.
1: A 100%. And, and that ability, I think it takes a certain maturity to be self-deprecating at times, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So he went, and he, he went, he, he dove in 110%. But he was, he wanted to make sure it was done the right way. He wasn't just, like, sign me up. You it's know? amazing.
0: It's his 19th year in the league.
1: It's crazy.
0: It's so crazy. It's crazy.
1: I mean, he's had a really long, good career, and uh, a lot of it in L.A., right? Yeah, I mean, totally.
0: I uh, yeah, he was, I mean, like, I think, if, like, when people remember Ron Tass, Meta World Peace, they'll think of his Lakers years. Yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah. And maybe a few moments from his time in Indiana. But let's but move again, on from but, that. Again,
1: but again, as you'll see in the episode, it was just, Meta loves the kids. Metta yeah. Meadow was doing it for the kids. Yeah. And, 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 any incident where he went astray was for the kids.
0: <laughs> uh, let's transition to a different episode, Trailblazing Trailblazer, mm-hmm. which featured both Courtney Lee and Chandler Parsons. Courtney both Lee, pl-
1: Chandler Parsons, Blake Griffin. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: So we're going to talk to Chandler and Courtney, but like how is Blake as on set because, you know, he very openly is like pursuing a comedy career or likes being in LA cuz he wants to be in entertainment. Did he come in more polished than the other guys?
1: He's really naturally funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got comedy chops. So, yeah, I mean, a, a bit. And he had a bigger role. So he's he's one of the talking heads in Trailblazing Trailblazer, but he's the star of our premiere, our first episode. Uh-huh. But I'm just a little boy. Uh, and that episode's based on the Danny Almonte story, right? Danny Almonte coming over as a 14-year-old, right. playing with 12-year-olds in the Little League World Series, dominating. Here, you know, our extension of that was Blake Griffin comes from a land unknown, because nobody's really sure exactly what nationality he is. And his uncle... Um, uh, Brian Adeli who's played by Don L. Rawlings from Chappelle Show says go play and don't say anything when you get to America so it's the story of him as this 30 year old man playing in the under 13 league or under 7 uh, league in AAU
0: so let's talk about Courtney Lee who you also had yeah. in this show mm-hmm. um, well let's you know let's call him we'll talk about him after hello
3: Courtney yeah what up Rat Pat. what up baby <laughs> what's going on
0: Hey Courtney, this is Juliet Chilling from the
3: that. Ringer. How you doing, Juliet?
0: I'm good. We've actually spoken before, like 2 years ago. You probably don't remember and that's totally fine.
3: On uh was that At Grantland. I, believe, uh, I do remember. Yeah, with Grantland. Yeah, I talked to you right when I was about to go into Tony TA's uh, barbecue. He just
1: stunted on you. Wow,
3: wow
0: that's awesome. Wow. Tony, Tony Allen's barbecue. What does he serve at his barbecue? <laughs>
3: Had a little bit of everything, a little bit of everything. <laughs>
0: wow, that's awesome. That's really cool. Um, so that was when you were in Memphis.
3: Yeah, that's when I was in Memphis.
0: And uh, now you're in New York. How's that going for you so far?
3: Uh, it's going good. I mean, we lost our, our opening night game, but everything else is going good. The city city's nice. Got a great team, great staff, and looking to make a big run.
0: What's been the uh, like hardest part adjusting to the Knicks media climate? Because obviously, coming from Memphis and Charlotte, those are smaller markets, and the Knicks is just like a glaring spotlight on you. Particularly with you and uh, Derek Rose and Kim Noah coming in. So, what has that been like for you the last couple of weeks?
3: Uh, it's definitely been different. Like you said, it's not the same as it is in uh, Memphis and uh, in Charlotte. But I had a little bit of it in uh, in Boston. But uh, a lot more people, a lot more questions, and a lot more headlines. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, seriously, you have to be careful what you say, otherwise, it could be in the cover of the New York Post.
3: Hundred <laughs> um, percent.
0: Okay, so let's talk about the fifth quarter, which you worked on with our pal Michael here. Before you did the show, well, first of all, how did he convince you to do it?
3: Oh, as I've seen the first couple clips, man, I wanted to be a part of it. It was hilarious. He showed me in his office had to be down
1: with it. Yeah. It's a, it, he was actually, he came on board towards the end, so we had stuff edited um, and we were meeting on a few other things and talking about different opportunities. And when he was there, I just pulled up, I think, what did I show you? Um,
3: we pulled up a uh, uh, oh, little boy, we, we, yeah, we
1: showed, we showed him some of the stuff with Blake Griffin, the first episode oh, cool. and he saw it. And then uh, he came back like a couple weeks later, we, we incorporated him into uh, the first W player uh, and, and a couple of the other episodes and he was just awesome. Now that he's a New York guy, he's got to go and start getting under the lights.
0: Yeah, it's like your first star turn. It was a good precursor to ending up in New York, I guess.
3: Yeah, it was. Uh, I, did, I actually didn't think acting and doing skits like that would be that, that much fun. So it is definitely something I'm trying to continue to do and continue to work with the OBB crew and continue to, to pursue acting even past my plan, plan base.
0: Really? So there's more acting for you in your future.
3: He was damn good. Yeah, the more I'm comfortable with it, and the more rat, Ratty shows me the ropes, I think we can make that possible.
0: <laughs> if you could be in one sports movie, like what would it be? You could make it up, or it could be, be one that like already happened that you'd like to remake?
3: Uh, one sports movie. I think uh, I'm going to try to holler at Spike Lee, man, see if he can uh it. I can see make that. A he got game two. And <laughs> okay. Have him, as far as uh, Baby Shuttlesworth or something like that.
0: <laughs> uh, no offense to you, but you might need me to be like the Ray Allen character's father or something. Ray Allen was hey, really young when he was in that movie. Man.
1: Yeah,
3: he was. What you Is that like? I yeah. was 30. Yeah, yeah, that just, movie I, is 17 I years a, old. That's insane.
0: Yeah, it's just, yeah, I
3: got a baby face, so if I just shave, <laughs> I'll look a little bit younger.
0: So when you have timeouts with the Knicks, you'll just, you know, go over to Spike in his front row seat and just, you know, pitch him some ideas of what, what your collaboration could be.
3: Yeah, see, the thing is, to try to hit the ball for the defender close to him where I got to take the ball out right there, then I'll hold the time, <laughs> I'm talking to him.
1: Okay. Just making plans. We should do the sports mock behind the scenes of you trying to convince Spike to do this movie.
3: Because that could be a movie in its own.
0: Yeah. Uh, one last question for you: How much do you notice the celebrities in the crowd when you're playing, other than Spike Lee, of course, who you've got your focus on?
3: I <laughs> mean, um, you definitely, you definitely see them, but uh, you might miss them walking in or whatnot during the game. But then, the the jumbotron does a good job of pointing them all out. And then you just look across from your bench and you see them all sitting there.
0: They want your attention. So it's definitely.
3: It, yeah, it's definitely cool to to see some of some of the people that you uh, like watch show. Like, one we had a preseason game the the TV show Power. The whole cast was oh, there, cool. so got a chance so. to meet meet all of them. So definitely dope.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's interesting too, though, because when you're in one of those, you know, non-major markets, when you get to like New York or LA, you obviously there's a special. But now every single night, you're playing in front of those people and under those lights. It's 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 an adjustment for sure.
0: It's a great way to start your acting career, if you ask me.
1: Yeah,
0: you're getting ready for all the scrutiny. Uh, Courtney, thanks for calling in.
3: Definitely.
0: (laughs) Thanks for calling in. Oh no
3: problem. Thanks Thanks for having me. More importantly,
0: thanks for remembering me. Really made really really made my day.
3: Hey, listen, listen. How could I forget? How could I forget? (laughs)
0: All right. We'll talk to you soon. Good luck tomorrow night.
3: All right, ready pat. Bye.
0: Bye. That was really cool. I can't believe he remembered me. He
1: remembered everything about you and where you were. (laughs) What he was eating at the time.
0: That's the best thing that's ever happened to me. It's all I want is recognition from NBA players.
1: He's a really, really good special guy. I really mean that. Um, And I think that he was one of the more unknown guys for how talented he is Uh because of all the markets he was playing in. Sure. Uh, And now with him in New York, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a breakout year for him.
0: When you were casting him, had he already signed with the Knicks?
1: We cast him after he signed with the Knicks, yeah.
0: So like... You know, I know you know know him and like him, but does that factor into who you want to have on the show? Like, he's in New York now. Yeah. He's a bigger name.
1: 100%. Uh, When when we were casting the show, if you have somebody in New York, I mean, think about the people we have. Blake Griffin and Meta World Peace and Courtney and, you know, Chandler at the time was in Dallas. Dallas. So, like, you go and you try to identify markets where they're, you know, um, I got or well, known and sure. stuff like that, but
0: just a bigger audience. Also,
1: but that all that said, though, it's very key to go and get people who are just funny and charismatic, yeah. And good, um, you know, so it, it's finding that balance between it all.
0: Interesting, yeah. He's, he seems like a, a good dude, and also, like, if you're him. And you're now starting on the New York Knicks. Like what a, like an incredible life adjustment, especially after like yeah. he had you know, he had a great run in Boston and then he's kind of been bouncing around contenders and now he's on like he has ended up with like I think some great teammates. I'm a huge fan of Noah and yeah. uh Melo now.
1: People forget, I mean, he's been a starter basically his whole yeah. career, right? Bounced around a lot, but also his first season. As a rookie, he was—I believe he was starting—but he was on the Orlando team that went to the finals, right? You know, so he made it to the finals his first year. He was—I was when he was wearing, wearing the uh, face mask.
0: Oh right, so I, ma- for- I totally forgot about that. He's yeah. played with a bunch of really good.
1: That was like Dwight Players. Howard. And, you that was know. Dwight's
0: best season, obviously. Correct.
1: Yeah, and, and I think that he's pumped to be right back in the thick of it. Um, he's just—he's not like one of these loud guys always making headlines and saying crazy things. So he looks, flies under the radar a little sure. bit. He also doesn't shoot the ball as much as other shooting guards do. Right. So so you know, I mean, he's he's really strong. I think it, it'll be a huge difference.
0: I'm I'm happy for you. I can tell you a lot of affection for him.
1: I love him, and I mean, <laughs> he's he's now a movie star, obviously.
0: Obviously, now he's
1: really good in the show. He he really is. Um, and, and it, the key to the whole show is these guys being totally deadpan and and delivering it like they mean it, and like it's not some parody or super comedy. Sure, you know, and, and he was totally deadpan for all of his deliveries and everything. He was, he was really natural.
0: That's awesome. Well, I'm happy for him. Yeah. I mean, anyone who remembers me, I'm now really in on. So we're good to go. Courtney, Courtney. you did a good thing. Well, while we're talking about people I like, uh, let's talk about Chandler Parsons for a second. You like him? I don't know if you've heard this no. about me, but I'm kind of a fan. I've been tracking his career really? since Houston. Huh. Yeah, I know. Huh. Never yeah. So that about you. I actually like to think that I might be, barring his relatives, his number one fan. Do you think that's true?
1: I think that you... A lot of people like him a lot. Um, yeah, you're up there.
0: I think most public. Yeah, there's a couple people gunning for my corner. Like who? Kristen Ledlow of NBA TV. I just feel like she wants to be friends with Chandler too. But you're you
1: you are actually friends with him.
0: I know it took a lot of work to get yeah, here. Thanks yeah. for acknowledging it. Yeah, yeah, well. um, and I don't know. I just feel like he's so nice and like friendly that everyone thinks they can just be his pal. I love this yeah. One.
1: He's definitely an approachable guy. Uh, But like what we were just talking about before, he's a perfect candidate for somebody to be in something like this. Right. You know, I mean, he's charismatic. He's well-spoken. He's super funny.
0: How much direction did you give everyone? A lot. A (laughs) lot?
1: Yeah, you got to set these guys up for success. When making something that's so Mm athlete-heavy in the content space the number one thing to identify is they're not actors. They don't do right. this full time. So you need to set them up in a position that's going to make them comfortable and funny. Uh, you don't want them acting too much. Sure. You know, so they all sort of played extensions of themselves. Right. Uh, in, in some capacity, sort of like. Um, and, and, and I think that that worked. And that's why everybody comes off really, really strong in it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, like all things, you know, you got to edit them edit the right way and whatnot. But they need to be. Directed.
0: Cool. All right, let's get Chandler on the phone. Ask him about his experience.
1: Hello. Hello. CPCP. Hi. What's up, brother?
4: Just, uh, just got to the hotel. It's freezing in New York.
1: Isn't that crazy?
0: Um, Chandler, when will I be seeing you playing basketball soon? I hope.
4: Oh God, are you telling? I cannot wait. (laughs) Uh, you know, I've been going through a couple practices here and there, and. Obviously, coming back from from surgery, it's you know you start having aches and pains, and when you get some swelling or soreness, it kind of pull you back. So it's just kind of been an off and on battle here for a couple months now, and hopefully, land soon.
0: I hope so too. I really do. I'm you as you know, you're getting my,
1: back on that court.
0: You're my fave. Um, okay, let's talk about the fifth quarter for a minute. <laughs> Your big acting debut. How did it compare to modeling for you? Would you like better? <laughs>
4: Uh, well, I had clothes on in this one. So <laughs> that was the first thing. That was my little
0: <laughs> Was that a plus or a uh, minus? <laughs> uh,
4: honestly, it was a minus for me.
0: I knew it.
1: Yeah, we thought about putting him in a No, n- but it was fun. Just to, just,
4: just to be able to work with Michael, who I was with, one of my best friends, and OBB, and uh, it's hilarious. Now, I don't know if you guys have got a chance to see any of it, but just the guys that we got in it are, are awesome. They're hilarious, and uh, it was really fun doing it.
0: That's awesome. Um, so, if if you had to choose tomorrow between acting and modeling, which would you choose?
4: <laughs> <sighs> oh God.
1: You ever see his Buffalo, if, if his if Buffalo jeans Jean billboard? Of course, <laughs> I've
0: seen his Buffalo jeans Jean billboard.
4: <laughs> if I'm with the rat, I gotta go.
1: My guy, we're wow. getting ready for post career. Wow. his face everywhere.
0: Okay. That's that's fun. trying to plant
4: the seeds now.
1: That's right.
0: Very loyal. You'd have to I think move to Los Angeles for that career to I happen. I think he's
1: willing to do that.
0: But I heard that you like it here anyway, as far as I know. Um, speaking no, of No, I like it a lot. Speaking of cities, how are you adjusting to Memphis versus Dallas and Houston?
4: Uh, it's different. You know, I actually I really really like it. Uh, the, You know, it's all about the Memphis Grizzlies. It's a huge basketball town. Uh, There's a lot of culture in the city. Um, And the organization has been first class. The new coaching staff, the upper management, um, you know, the team. Those are all the reasons that, you know, I I chose to go to Memphis. So to be able to be there now and work out with the guys and start doing all those things, uh, it's been awesome.
0: Have you gotten any time with Justin Timberlake?
4: I have not, but I think he's actually in New <laughs> York right now.
0: Oh, great! He's a, he's a minority owner, isn't he?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He is. He, uh, he comes to about five or ten games a year, so it's was kind of pretty cool to have him on the so. side.
0: That's awesome. Um, it's a pretty cool owner. Justin Timberlake yeah not bad yeah he's also um like he's also
1: starring in the new movie Trolls
0: he's starring in the new movie Trolls yeah. and like future future Chandler will be a crossover from singing to acting or from basketball to acting you know that's right Someone someone to model yourself after um if you could be in one sports movie that one that's either like a remake or one that you just create on your own with Michael Ratner what would it be
4: they Don't. did used to call me sunshine from a room <laughs> so I could really I could really plug into that role and yeah. the, the second one yeah
0: that's a great great movie maybe we'll
4: make that happen
0: every time it's on television I watch it <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love it
4: right have your people talk to my people yeah
1: I'll, 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 I'll make that happen you know I think we can make that happen.
0: They'll,
1: um, they'll be reaching out.
0: <laughs> all right, a couple more questions, and then I'll let you go. Number one, has Mike Conley Jr. offered to buy you dinner yet? Because he's really <laughs> highly paid.
4: Uh, he is super paid. Um, you know what he does? He has because he set up multiple like team events where we'll go out to dinner, or we'll go to you know we'll go bowling and or these escape rooms, I guess like the new thing. Those are dope. I'm, the, like, I'm, too sca- I'm too scared to do one. I
2: love
0: it. I'm too scared. It's it really cool. I
4: feel like I might get trapped in there forever, but he's definitely picked up the check on all of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, you you definitely need that too because you're 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 you know you're struggling, right?
0: Exactly. So many max players on one team. Yeah,
1: so many max players.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> people speak really highly of Coach Fisdale How's your experience been with him so far?
4: Uh, he's been awesome you know to be able to have a coach that you know you respect and you trust and you listen to on the court the way he makes you feel like you guys all have personal relationships he's got this cool calm like temperament where he gets his message across and you know he obviously has a lot of great vets that he's coached right now and he's got a chance to win right away so you know i think for the team it's great that we have this new young fresh exciting coach and for him it's great that you know he doesn't have to coach every single play. He's got players that are experienced and have been the league for a long time, and like, you know, kind of coach ourselves.
0: That's awesome. Okay one one last question. What's your favorite sports movie or TV show other than Remember the Titans?
1: The Fifth Quarter, starting and- November second. Uh, <laughs> the
4: Fifth Quarter. The Fifth Quarter would be my favorite sports TV show. Uh, you know, the basketball ones the Classics. You got Coach Carter. You got Blue Chips. Mm. Some Coach classics. Carter, not discussed enough. Great one. That is
1: great.
0: Courtney, he, Courtney yeah. Lee just pitched um, a remake of He Got Game starring him as Jesus Shuttlesworth. With
1: him as a with the baby what? face, yeah.
0: I told him he was too old for it, though. Why
4: does that not surprise me at all? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think he's too old for it, though. He said he's
1: pitching Spike uh, on the court on an in- inbound pass.
4: <laughs> yeah, I like that.
0: Okay. Thanks so much, Chandler. It's always great to talk to you.
4: All right, thank, thank you, you so CP. Much. Love you, bro.
0: Bye.
1: Chandler Parsons.
0: Damn. He's the best.
1: I, I, there was some chemistry there, I got to say. With me and Chan? Yeah. I was just like watching it. I like
0: to think so. Yeah. You know? Wow. Well, I don't know.
1: Sparks were sort of flying. Thank
0: <laughs> you. You know, just mention that to him too and see what happens. I'm
1: going to shoot him a text. I'm going to be like, Dan.
0: Okay. While well, you do that, yeah. everyone listening, watch the fifth quarter on Please Go check 90. It out. Give it a chance. And Michael, thanks for coming by. And thanks so much to Meta, to Courtney, and for Chandler for calling in. Yeah. This has been a blast.
1: This was a lot of fun. Um, let's just do it again without the microphones when we get dinner, like next week. Okay, perfect. All right. Thanks um, for listening, everyone. Crap. Thank you for having me. Anything is possible.